Hey everyone, it's Debbie Parker, your success coach, with another episode of Smiling for Success. All about cheery, those, those cheery thoughts, tips, and tactics to prosper and thrive in our business, in our life balance, and in our life, both you and me. Now, originally today I was planning to talk about the third in the series of three episodes that I've been doing uh, based on presentations I've offered, but I'm going to defer that until next week because I'm recently back from the West Coast trip and it feels timely to focus on that today. So as you know, if you've been following my podcast episodes earlier this month, I took a round-trip flight out to California for my home in Washington, D.C. Now, it was both business and pleasure. Had a fabulous time, which I may share some of the details in the future, but that's not my focus of my episode today. What I do want to share with you today is my adventure in flying, flying in the area of covid and my approach to flying in general. Now, I flew from DCA, which is Reagan National Airport in Washington, D.C., out to LAX, which is Los Angeles International Airport. And I have to say, and this is really why I want to share it, this trip, this flight, my experience, the airports, everything, it was absolutely fabulous in so many ways. And I feel like I have some tips and some hints, which might be able to help other people make sure their flying is as fabulous as possible too. So that's what today's episode is about. Now, I want to say right up front that I personally really enjoy flying. You know, in turbulence, which is something that a lot of people feel uncomfortable with, well, you know, I was just very fortunate because in my previous career, I worked for the U.S. Department of Transportation, known as DOT, and my field was automotive safety, but I traveled quite a bit with people from other units of DOT, including the FAA, which is the Federal Aviation Administration, people who... Um, worked there. I had many chats with them, including air uh, air traffic controllers, including pilots. And I got very nicely educated in the fact that turbulence is not at all dangerous. And they explained to me that turbulence is just some sort of a change in the air around the plane. The currents of air move up and down, they ripple out, they change direction, they change speed. And the most important thing to know is that turbulence is not dangerous. The planes, the way the flights are handled, 100% equipped to handle the turbulence, even severe turbulence. So no danger at all, guys. I know, you know, if someone's uneasy about that, that doesn't help too much, but it really helped me a lot when I was flying quite a bit. The planes are built to handle the worst. And what really gets uncomfortable, it's not the planes and how they're reacting, but people's perception. So, I mean, I can't help anyone else there. I'm not a pilot. I'm not a flight engineer. But I've got to say, having been educated early on, I've never had an issue with turbulence. Um, And I've always had the mindset of enjoying flying. And I find it actually kind of like a mental retreat. It helps me have some creative moments of thoughts, especially with some of the longer flights. And my California flights were around five hours each way, so that was just perfect. Okay, so that's background. This is what I do when I fly, whenever I can. 
And this really works well for me. Now, first of all, I want to say a great help at the airport is that I have the TSA pre-check. You know, the lines are shorter because it's expedited security check. Also, global entry for international travel. Right now, I'm not traveling internationally, but when you do, it gives you quick entry back into the U.S. Now, having set up all this expedited airport handling, I didn't stop there because I found out that LAX is the second business, busiest airport in the U.S. And I heard that the lines at the Los Angeles airport can be insane, just huge lines. And that was true even for people with a TSA pre-check. So I looked into getting another level of expedited handling, and I signed up for CLEAR, spelled C-L-E-A-R. Some of you are probably very familiar with it. Others may not be, but it allows you to get, you know, you sign up, you go through the process, they verify you, and then allows you to get identified with your eyes or fingerprints, and then you get to go to the front of the TSA pre-check line. It cannot get more expedited than that. And yes, it's a little pricey, but I decided to go for it. So with CLEAR and with pre TSA pre-check, Especially when I arrived at LAX for my flight back to DC, I bypassed security lines winding around the downstairs level, then moving up to the upstairs level. Then it was still a huge line. It was crazy. And then there was the TSA pre-check line that was shorter than the first line, but still had about 50 people waiting in line. So with my CLEAR, C-L-E-A-R, <laughs> at this CLEAR station, I walked up. Uh, there's a person there to help you. The machine recognized me by my eyes. And then the CLEAR representative walks me to the head of the TSA check-in line. There I was, right through security. No wait at all. All the typical airport waiting chaos. I avoided it all. What a pleasure. So I definitely recommend considering all of these. Okay, now let's move on to the flight. Now, my way of approaching flying is to reduce and eliminate where possible all the variables. So let me share how I do it. This might not work for you, but you might find some of these tips helpful. Okay, number one, go for a nonstop flight wherever possible. You know, if your budget allows, even if it's a little more expensive, because it really reduces by a huge amount the chances for problems with changing planes, with connections, all the things that can happen that you avoid if you're a nonstop flight from where you start to where you end up. Okay, so that's number one. Number two, I would much rather get up real early in the morning and get the first flight out of there for wherever I'm going no matter how early it is. And the reason for that is so many times, I think most times the plane is there from the night before. So you eliminate one big variable, which is a plane coming in from another area. And even though your weather might be perfect, where it's coming from for the previous flight might not be so good. And then that slows things up and can be a problem. So if you can catch the first flight of the day early, uh, and you luck out, which I do very often, and the flight, the plane's already there from the night before. Fabulous. Okay, tip number three, 
I make sure to take my own drink and snacks. Now, obviously, you know, you can't bring a drink through security. So once I'm through, I get myself a big bottle of water. That's with me the whole flight. Keeps me from being dehydrated. I've found that the flight attendants are usually serving coffee, soft drinks, etc. Might have some of that, but <laughs> old faithful, I got my bottle of water. Same thing for snacks. You know, this flight, these flights I took, American Airlines, they had some nice little snacks, some cookies, some pretzels, but I bring my own snacks. I bring snacks, they're easy to access. And the way I do it in these COVID days is, like if I have a handful of nuts, I pull down my mask for a second, throw the nuts in my mouth, and then put the mask back up and chew. So that's just me. Of course, you're allowed to take off your mask while you're chewing but I like to do it that way. So that works for me. Okay, tip number four. Um, I always make sure to prep in case the plane's Wi-Fi isn't working or is working poorly. So if the plane offers something Wi-Fi, like great, but I download my own things on my own device. I usually just use my phone, but you know, people have their laptops or iPads. So if the Wi-Fi disappears it never appears in the first place not an issue and then as far as the seat goes location i do not mind paying up a little bit to have a choice of seats yeah back in the day you got a free a choice of seat without paying but i'm willing to pay because that's life as it is i do not want that dread middle seat and usually i go for the aisle seat um and part of the reason is sometimes you get a very large person in the middle and they might spill over a little bit into your seat area, but at least you can lean out in the aisle, you know, as long as you keep an eye on the flight attendant so they won't run into you. So to me, that's worth paying up a little bit to get my choice of location. Oh, and also, you know, I like to get up and stretch my legs. If the flight's calm, if there's no one in the aisle, I might take a walk up and down the aisle a couple of times. Just get that blood flowing. So folks, those are just my little tips. You might, I hope you find some of them interesting. You might have more and love to hear them. I would say the most important thing is mindset. You know, realizing turbulence is no more a safety issue than driving along a little bumpy road that's perfectly safe, structurally sound, not a safety issue, just a little bumpy. That's what goes on with a plane too. Also, think in advance. Try to plan things so you minimize the number of variables, so you're prepared. There's as few a surprise as possible. And just to recap real briefly, take an earlier flight if you can even if it means getting up at some un ungodly hour, because you reduce by a huge amount the chance that your plane won't arrive to where you're taking off from because it got caught up somewhere else. Pack your drinks and snacks, preload something to do in your electronics, or bring a book. Pay up and get yourself a seat that feels good for you with how you like to fly and stay away from that middle seat. So those all work for me. I had just a great flight both ways. I relaxed, had a little inspiration for my business and my life. 
I always bring a little notebook to jot things down. And there's a couple of things regarding my coaching now that I'm all charged up going forward on. And I am looking forward to flying again, guys. Can't wait to hop on my next flight and go somewhere fun. So hope this was helpful for you. Hope you enjoyed this. I always enjoy sharing things like this with my audience. Have a great week. Enjoy a beautiful fall. Talk to you next Wednesday. Bye.